This is Marriage to the Max, episode number Welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. I am your host, Kelly Hurst. And I'm Brett Hurst. And we're marriage educators and co-founders of Home Encouragement. And this podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. Our hope is simple. It's just to encourage you in your marriage relationship. We believe that healthy marriage should be a front burner conversation. And that is why we are here to help that happen. We're back again. So today we're going to talk about a phrase that I have been hearing a lot lately from people. Um, Our audience knows that you and I sit and coach couples. Mm And it's always, or it's kind of different. You might need to turn your phone off in the middle of the episode. That's okay. Um, We we sit with couples a lot. And I would say majority of the time, it's you and me sitting with a couple. So it's like a two-on-two situation. But, you know, sometimes you'll meet with a husband or I'll meet with a wife or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it can be a a lot of different combinations. Uh Yeah. One of the things that I've noticed, and we were coming off still of the holiday season where we were just had this huge flood of couples that needed some coaching and right. some encouragement. Not atypical for January post Yeah, and so we just felt barraged with so many young couples who mm-hmm. really haven't been married very long, a lot of them. Right. And they're just in, in these intense struggles and a lot of discouragement, disillusionment and everything. And um, so one of the things I've been hearing a lot is – I didn't sign up for this. That phrase. Yeah, that phrase is they find themselves in this relationship. It's not going the way they thought it would. Mm -hmm. Something's wrong, usually with their spouse from their perspective. And that's the phrase I've heard. Like, this is not what I signed up for. Mm -hmm. I didn't sign up for this. And it's – I know that's just – What's that make you want to do? I know that's just kind of a cultural buzz thing to say, but a lot of people – have this mentality at certain points in their life. And I think even married couples who've been happily married for years and years and years, mm-hmm. if they were honest, would say there's a moment or two or three where they go, this is not ugh, what I was, you know what I mean? Right. And so everyone has those moments. But sure. but I'm wh- what I'm saying is that I'm talking to particularly to like young brides who are a year, two years, three years into their marriage, and they're really like on their way out Uh because they didn't sign up for this. And so whether you're talking about, you know, the context contextually, what we're talking about is, you know, a young bride has found out that her husband's into pornography or they've got major financial struggles or issues. Maybe he lost his job or or she lost her job. Yeah. Or there's even things like, you know, they didn't realize that their husband was so lazy. Mm Kind of thing. We see or, that a lot. And I, I just talked with a bride the other day who's upset by the way her husband raises his kids from his prior marriage. Right. And so we see that a lot. You know, so it makes you want to ask the logical question well, what did you sign up for? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a one of those 30,000 feet questions that you can ask going into marriage is, what did you think it was going to be? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know everyone thinks it's going to be hearts and flowers and wonderful thing. You know, it, it's going to be smooth sailing, bed of roses. 
And there should be some hearts and flowers yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But Or I think people think, no, I know we're going to have our challenges and our struggles, but they think they're going to deal with them better than they do. Right. Or that they think they're going to work together more than they, you know, do. And so it was funny. I was kind of surfing the net last night, and I found some website called tvtropes.org, which I'm not even – it's kind of, kind of a media site. They take, like, quotes from movies and – and TV and stuff. Uh-huh. And they had this little definition of what happens when your teammate goes a different direction. And I just thought it was so perfectly worded. I wanted to read it. I can't wait it to says, hear it. <laughs> when two people team up to achieve a goal, it's generally assumed that their goals are reasonably similar. At the very least, what one of them wants to achieve should not conflict with what the other wants to achieve. Otherwise, why would they team up? Because they didn't know what their teammate was after. Maybe they were lied to, or maybe they just never discussed the plan in enough detail to know their allies' true goals. Mm -hmm. But they've started in the same general goal, and one of the teammates has maybe slipped in their ethical standards, and they're willing to cross any lines to achieve it. In any case, it's only after they have joined forces that their reaction is inevitably, whoa, I didn't sign up for that. Mm -hmm. And so actually, this is a definition, I think, like just from conflict in film and story, you know, Uh but if you apply that to marriage, that's exactly what we're talking about. Right. So um, you have to sort of ask the question, you know, did you not know this before you were married Mm -hmm. or did it just not bother you so much before you were married or you were willing to overlook it? Well, I think the obvious question is that part of the vows that most couples say on their wedding day, for better or for worse, what does that mean? What does that mean? Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. You're listening to Marriage to the Max. Welcome back to Marriage to the Max. We want to let you know that if you are in the greater Houston area, we host a monthly date night called Dinner and a Marriage, and we would love to have you join us. It's fun. Visit our website at homeencouragement.org to find out more details. Well, we're continuing our, our conversation about what exactly did you sign up for in marriage? And you asked a great question, or one of us asked a great question before the break. That and that is, me. what did you sign up for? Right. And it's a great question to ask. It's a great question to ask before you're married uh-huh. and every day after you're married. Okay. So let me throw it to you. What did you sign up for? Well, if you were to ask me, if if you had asked me that question when I was 19, when I was about to marry you, I would have probably said, oh, I'm signing up for <laughs> uh, this guy's so great and he makes me laugh all the time. I don't remember you talking like so that. <laughs> were you and, sucking helium or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to go to my 19-year-old uh, voice. <laughs> That's not how I recall you talking as a 20-year-old. But I would, have, I would have said, you know, 
and what's and what's really funny is it's <laughs> funny how you rewrite your memory or whatever. But like we used to fight like cats and dogs before we got married. Uh-huh. But I still, by the time we were like getting married, I probably would have said it's going to be fine once we're married. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going like to figure that out. Marriage will take care of yeah, it. Yeah, marriage will take care of it. We'll figure uh-huh. out how to do this a little bit better. Right. And I think to some degree we fought probably more before we were married than we did afterwards. Oh, which definitely is. You know, we say the more you can work out in your relationship before your wedding day, the better. Yeah, there was uh, a real turning point six months before we got married in our yeah because we were we were l- starting to learn about one another exactly. and we were willing to kind of like go oh that's why he's that way oh that's why she acts that way you know right um, which we talk about on yeah, I thought lots our of other newlywed year episodes. was something special it so. was fun I mean it was like a never ending slumber party that you never had to go home from so right. I mean it was fun but I just now, at don't ni- make people gag at but. 19 years old <laughs> I don't think I was knowing what I was walking into for sure right we sit with couples a lot who are like you know late 20s early 30s they've you know they're full-fledged adults you know okay. they've been around they've been working they've been in relationships with people and they for the most part know what they want and don't want mm-hmm. and and or yet, they seem to <clears> anyway. and yet so many of them still find themselves you know, uh, a little ways down the road in the marriage relationship going, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's the first scenario is that whatever the situation is that's your beef, you know, and for most people, when you sit them down and they, they'll, in their head, it's the other person who's causing the problem. Right. So usually if you ask somebody, well, if he will just blank. Get it together. Or if she'll just stop, da-da-da-da-da, whatever right. it is. You uh-huh. know. So scenario one is, okay, the situation was present before you were married. What situation? The the, the conflict yeah, or the, the, whatever's the problem? You. Yeah. Right. The situation was present before you were married and you chose to overlook it. Okay. And I cannot, I mean, you know how many couples we've, <laughs> we've walked. Every week. You know, they've come through married life prep class or we've coached. Them, we've known them, and then they. Are, I will never forget uh, being at a conference and getting a phone call from a young bride, and, and they had only been married a year. They had come through married life prep, and she was really, really concerned about his work ethic. Like mm-hmm. she worked all the time, and I think she was in school on top of that. Right, and he had a job, but she was just like. He just doesn't really want to do anything when he comes home mm-hmm. and he kind of loafs around and blah, blah, blah. And I remember asking her the question, well, did he just start doing that like after y'all got married? Is or this new behavior? Yeah, or was that what he was like before? And she was like, well, he was like that before, but I just thought once we were married. Right. And I'm like, if I had a dollar for every time I heard someone say that. Right. So I want to, like, it's not like I want to kick someone when they're down, but I no, want to ask the question, all. why did you think that was going to change? And why were you okay with it before you got married or willing to overlook it? Maybe you weren't okay with it, but you were willing to go, oh, okay, it's not a deal breaker. So our challenge is how do we sensitively but firmly, let's say, engage couples' heads before they take – Plunge, yeah, you know, is that, that that if there is something that's really kind of you go well maybe after we're married that'll fix itself or right. we'll know how to tackle that after we're married. Mm-hmm. That's you need to ask you need to play that out and go this may never change. Right, this person's behavior or how they are. And is, if it doesn't change, what, then what? Yeah, am yeah. I okay, with, okay that? with that? Right. That's exactly right. The second scenario is that the situation, whatever it is has been something of a shock since you've gotten married. Mm-hmm. And, you know, boy, if I had known now what, or then what I know now, right. you know. Like, for example, we've sat down with couples and she's found out that, 
um, her husband's big into pornography, and she legitimately did not know that before they were married. Uh-huh. And it it's a problem, you know, for her. It's a big and problem. you know, I remember working with a couple of, a few years ago who um, he she had not ever told him that she had a history of drug addiction mm-hmm. and she had gone through rehab and she had been clean and sober, sober for a number of years. And so she just kind of thought, you know, that's part of my past that I don't need to let him know about because right. I'm fine now. And their first year of marriage, they had some major stuff go on and she relapsed mm-hmm. and, you know, found herself in rehab again. And but God really stepped in in that situation. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and they're just in a great place mm-hmm. now. But he had no idea that was part of her story. Right. And and I'm thinking, had he known, maybe that would have helped him to be looking for triggers, or maybe that would have helped him to be... Would have helped him help her. Exactly. And, exactly. Yeah. And so there are things that sometimes that pop up in marriage that you really had no idea, mm-hmm. you know. And so how how do you coach couples through that? Right. So I'm asking the, you, you the question. You're asking me, how do you coach? Co- yeah, how do we coach couples through when they find out something that they didn't anticipate, they didn't know about? Well, I think it's what you said earlier to play out the scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, are you all in? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's always a, there's always a some type of solution path that you can take from that. You know, once you find out there's an addiction history or a current struggle with pornography or, um, mm-hmm. or someone didn't say that they had debt exactly. before they got married and they found out they were, you know. There's some type of remedy, some type of game plan that you can you can get the tools and the resources and and move out together. Okay, we're going to we're going to tackle this together as a team, which mm-hmm. is what marriage is all about. But I think that's what we want to do is make sure that they're both playing on the same level playing field, you know, so that they can effectively work together. Because we say this all the time, when you have, when a situation like this comes up, even years into your marriage, and then you find out, I I didn't sign up for this, wow, I had no idea this was going on. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, that issue is not her issue or his issue, it's y'all's issue together. Exactly. Uh, Y'all. Y'all. The Texan said here. Uh, yeah, you've got if when you have a me versus you mindset, mm-hmm. everything changes. You know, not only is it well that's his problem or that's her problem, but it's also um, you start to view everything that your spouse does as a personal attack on you. Mm-hmm. When you have the me versus you mindset, when you have the team us mindset, then <clears throat> it's so much easier to dig in and go, okay, we're going to deal with this right. together. I remember when you and I really learned that. It was about 13 Uh-oh. years ago when I was going through a real depression right. season uh-huh. and uh, to the point where I had to take a leave of absence from work. And just and, unplug. I mean, I had to completely drop out of everything I was doing yep. and just focus on you know, getting well. That was a big turning point in our marriage. Too. Yeah, absolutely. But but I think that was the real moment when we said, you know, because I think for a while you might have thought to yourself, well, you know, she struggles with depression. That's kind of her thing. That's kind of her issue. I don't really know how I can help her with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point that locked in for us and we went, this is our thing. This is our problem. Yeah, I, it's in me, but it's our thing because we're one flesh and we're, you know, team Hearst. And so. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because the benefits from that, from locking in together on that particular episode, mm-hmm. uh, we have reaped the benefits. You don't struggle with depression anymore. You haven't for years. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, what it did for our marriage was fantastic. What it did for our family. You know, and that's. 
that's the cool thing about all of this is whatever the bad scenario that triggers somebody to say, whoa, I didn't sign up for this, it's not insurmountable. No matter how mm-hmm. big it is, mm-hmm. you know, with God, all things are possible. And he can redeem and reconcile and restore things in ways that you couldn't imagine. Right. You know, and sometimes that's the big blessing is becoming aware of the situation and then together as a couple saying, okay, we're going to tackle this together. Mm -hmm. And then you find out what marriage is really all about Mm -hmm. and how deep and rich. And you find out what you're made of, too. Right. Like when you allow God to kind of infiltrate and, you know, you rely prayerfully on him you you know bond together and you work through something and then years later you look back and go wow and I, I didn't know we could really yeah. do that that was a little feather in our cap yeah, exactly. we did this together well when you said for better or worse you signed on for better and worse <laughs> you said it <laughs> um like we said when you change your mind to a team us mentality you really do begin to work through things together and mm-hmm. i think that's part of the richness of marriage. Well, if you'd like to contact us, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. You can also check out homeencouragement.org, or you can email us at thehursts at homeencouragement.org. We also hope you'll follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and we would also love it if you would rate this podcast on iTunes. Rate it high. This will help us build our audience, which will allow us to encourage more and more couples. Well, until next time, remember, healthy marriage healthy world. God bless y'all.